Welcome to the WrestleCast. Happy 2021. We got the hell out of that year. We made it. Thank God. Bad news. Nothing's changed. Not yet. <laughs> Although some things have already changed from last year, and we're going to talk about that on Thursday. Uh, but as always, some things haven't changed. I'm your host, Matt Lilly. With me tonight, we have the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. It's Jeff Hitman Hall. Hello, hello. We got the Dean of Old School himself, D. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got me right here, and uh, don't hey, don't dare me, or I'll pull out my new uh, gun club backpack. Uh That's all I'm saying. And as always, backed by popular demand, it's Pat. Wait, I'm just happy you're uh, not giving us a pipe bomb. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god, <laughs> maybe he did. <laughs> the um, hitman is down. <laughs> Lord, mercy, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that's what, you, that's what you get for what you said about Roman. <laughs> oh, I never, oh never thought we'd live in a world where Jeff has nice things to say about Roman Reigns, but not Kenny Omega. Um, I don't know here. <laughs> what is going on? Here we go. So, uh, for those of you joining us today, we are not talking Wrestle Kingdom today. We are going to talk all of it on Thursday. It's going to be an entire episode dedicated to Wrestle Kingdom, barring some kind of massive, massive news that we can't talk about next Monday. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. We're not talking. Well, why, why would we talk about? Why would we talk about it? It's not over. Exactly. So, yep. No spoilers. Two nights, and dear God, if you wake up at two to watch all of it, you're going to be real happy if you did. Um, we're going to have some great matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that we're working this year. I know. I had a, I had a, um, I had a Facebook notification, uh, like a memory from this, this uh, on this day last year. Those pictures of us up at three in the morning watching Wrestle Kingdom at the house. My phone did that the other day, like the day before yesterday. I was looking. I was like, "What is this?" Oh, everybody like laid down, like we all got hit over the head watching yeah. <laughs> Wrestle we're, Kingdom. We're all like in our pajamas. We ate mm-hmm. our weight and sausage and eggs yep. and oh. good times. Oh yeah, that's that stuff. Um, God, what's that stuff we used to do back in the day? What was it? Hang, oh, out. Fun. Hey, hang out. <laughs> fun. Yeah. It used to be called we're, fun. We were allowed to be in, <laughs> in rooms together mm-hmm. without masks. Crazy. Well, um, unless you're Ray Mysterio or somebody. And you're always. Yeah, yeah. God, he was so ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Except his were bizarro masks. His mouth was always opened and not covered. It's but, uh, not, un- <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't, uh, didn't protect his eye. So No, it never could. Um, so we are not talking Wrestle Kingdom, but we are going to talk some New Japan news right off the bat here because it was announced before Wrestle Kingdom and Wrestle Kingdom is just where New Japan kind of put it and made it kind of official. Uh, new TV deal 
for New Japan in America and the United Kingdoms, and there's a lot of speculation on where it's going to be. Um, <coughs> I guess this does count as a spoiler, so I apologize, but during the presentation, they focused on one color for all of it, in which it was purple, um, which seems very random, I agree, but a lot of people have done some snooping and a lot of access and be in sports uh, material incorporate the same type of purple that they used. So a lot of speculation that could be going to access or be in sports. Um, I think the big thing here is if it's access, that's the channel that's owned by anybody. Yeah. Well, impact wrestling, but yeah. it's also the, ch it's also the channel they used to be on, which would be kind yeah. of silly, but yeah. yeah. Prior to impact owning it. Well, I will, I will say that if it's access, I will be thrilled because I have, I have that. So I won't be complaining at all. Uh, it'll be business like it was usual for me <laughs> before that, it went away. Right. As a matter of fact, it, my, my, my DVR might restart again to record. Uh, new yeah. Like it did on Friday. <laughs> You're right. Dwight. You're actually right. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, BN, not so much. BN is, uh, I got to pay extra for BN, but we know, have, have a lot of stock. So. Well, if you like uh, La Liga and. Uh, some uh, uh, um, league, uh, you know, you'll like <laughs> um, the French farmers. But also, uh, be in sports channel that has MLW. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I used to watch MLW before they put everything up on YouTube. A lot of, a lot of interesting thing here. I think a lot of people upon seeing the news are hoping and praying that it's access because everybody keep your tinfoil hats on impact working with new Japan, which means AEW working with new Japan, <laughs> which is part one of one of my uh, predictions for the year needing to transpire. Let's not talk about, no, I didn't get to make, I didn't get to make my predictions, but I only had one. And it's that Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Will uh, go the way of Mr. Brody Lee. <laughs> oh, sorry, it happens in three. It happens in threes, baby. <laughs> Boom! There's your pipe bomb. Was, now, 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 hold on. Will it be by way of exploding limousine? No, it's going to get. He's going to cover and spent. What? Well, if, if it's still like his dip is. His his son-in-law will take over then if it's straight like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I just had to get that out there. This is why we're never going to make any money. Matt doesn't <laughs> want to bring up predictions because he's 0 for 2 already. I am. I am 0 for 2. Oh, Hot no. garbage. Uh, <laughs> for so, 2021 already? He's, yeah, ar he's, already, he's already. already can't get two of them right. So <sighs> one of them coming up right now AEW looking to move out of daily place and there sounds like they're going to be in miami recording uh up through revolution it's what why is this mad's predi Matt's my prediction was that they were going to stay, stay in daily's place for, for the year because of covid okay and uh, yeah, this is on their own accord though this is yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, they, okay. they're trying to move around to give more of the audience an opportunity to see shows as well, no, as daily, pl daily place is not is not big. Daily yeah, place no, is not no. big. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, also theory of changing locations is going to help kind of change a little bit of the, the morale. Yeah. Yeah. Sentimentally after all of this, I hope that they do like a major event yearly at Daly's place. I know, I know they're not going to sell like they are capable of there. Um, yeah yeah something throw something uh to that venue because it's kind of become like aew's home well i mean i i would even have a um i mean if if there's not a Brody lee memorial you know said whatever they're doing it wrong you know in my my opinion um i mean i'm sorry 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 not 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 memorial but you know annual tournament or something yeah, yeah, something. Well, and, and and I don't know whether that has anything to do with you know them supposedly having a second show. Maybe one stays there and one goes to you know wherever. I don't know. I mean, obviously, um, we want to see them get go you know moving around to, to more than just Florida, but uh, they got no control of that. I, I hope I hope it's just a, a a harbinger of good things to come because man, man, we need some good news. Yeah, we're gonna cover uh, the Brody Lee story, uh, just the tribute show, and and the being the elite that followed it uh, at the end of our show tonight as the the main event. Um, but I did want to cover some other news here. Um, so AEW moving venues, uh, New Japan getting a TV deal. And here we are, 0 and 2 now. At least speculation. Maybe we're gonna be all wrong. God, I hope I'm wrong. Ethan Page has pulled all of his merchandise. I think that's a done deal. He's in the E, baby. And uh, uh, he last thing I read was he was still um, fielding. He's still fielding offers, offers. from WWE and AEW. Um, and someone suggested, I think it was Meltzer, and I hope it it, it is Meltzer because it gives a little bit of credibility, uh, that he, one, purposely pulled his shirts for a spike in sales. I said that. But two, no, I, I read this also, though, um, that two, it would be to help add to the element of surprise when he debuts. Um, because the assumption would be that you know WWE would make him pull his stuff and nobody else would. Well, also to Josh Alexander, if you read his his Twitter, he said, uh, "I'm not tagging out anymore." Yeah. So I mean, he that just means he's staying an impact. Oh, okay. He's he's signed for another uh, couple months, if I remember correctly. I think at least I think signed through 2021, but. Uh, I think he's at least six months left. That just means Ethan Page said later. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I think um, I think he's gone. I mean, again, it's not. I mean, this isn't shocking, but I mean, every everybody, you, you guys know the role. When that body started getting together, you know you what know, happened. You know, it's going to be such a bummer. You could already oh, see no. his his meeting with Vince. I love that karate man shit. We're gonna debut you on SmackDown with that yeah. character. He's gonna he's gonna say, "Hey, remember what we did? With, but do you remember gonna, what we did with EC3? We're gonna do exactly the same thing. We're we're gonna team you up with with Riddle because neither of you guys wear shoes in the ring." Yeah. 
You'll be the shoeless brothers. I'll <laughs> make you a tag team until I get bored of you as a tag team, and then we'll split you guys up, and I'll cut one of you. And you'll and you'll just it's chase so our truth around arenas until we release you. It was so bad that Jeff dropped, but Jeff dropped because he knows everything I'm saying is right on the money. Yep. Sorry, my my internet's acting crazy. Yeah, he'll he'll be Ethan Dukes and then give it a year and he'll be just be Dukes. Yo. And he'll be okay. doing karate. Wait, 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 stuff. Wait, wait. Oh, Are oh. you saying Ethan Page is gonna do blood sport? Because if it you know, I might be in on that gimmick. That was Frank Dukes. That's no, 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 no. yes, that's Frank Dukes, but he'll be Ethan Dukes. No. And then, and then again, karate, give it a month he's, and he'll be a I'm, year. He'll be he, he's already been renamed Dukes. he's already been renamed Elijah Davis. <laughs> that uh, is the name that Pat's been rolling with here for him for ten, <laughs> ten days now. Elijah Davis, new NXT. Okay, I'll take it. It's like, but it's Elijah with an A. Elijah. Elijah. Uh, oh. Oh yeah. You can't be played by Julian. No, you have. To, it has to be some sort of French name because he's from Canada, and Vince loves those ethnic things. So. You know, if somebody's from Canada, they have to be French or named what was, what was PCO's <laughs> well, 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 Claude Hart. Claude Hart. Claude Hart. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say Rougeau, but okay. No, no. He, <laughs> well, he was Pierre something. He 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 ended up going to Pierre something too for a little bit. Oh, yep. Yeah. Or. Well, Poor guy. And the best tag team of last year is no more. Then there's my other prediction. Mm-hmm. Yep. No uh, no FTR, the North Dream match. Yep. Oh, gosh. Wow, this is pressing as hell. Look, uh, this is good, though, because my third one would have ruined everyone's day. It would have broke Jeff Hall. Oh, what is that? that? That Shawn Michaels wins the world title from uh, no, from... Oh. no, Jeff, you still with us? Yeah, that still may happen, Dwight. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's Triple H signs Kazuchika Okada to NXT. Oh no way! There's no way. Jesus, Triple H has made it his personal goal. I mean, Triple H has been talking about this for like ten months. That he his his primary goal is to make Okada. Superstar in WWE. Yeah, well, because that's yeah. what he needs. Well, yeah, so they can give him the same treatment that they gave uh, Nakamura. Yeah, know, yeah okay. great. He, he he's forgetting that Vince. Yeah, Triple H might like him. That's I believe that. That's all fine and well, but Vince don't like foreigners, so he'll be doing karate he's kicks before you there. before you know it. He'll be the rainmaker. Hey, if my. If my prediction comes true, it'll take care of the whole situation. He'll be, he'll be the rainmaker, and he'll be coming out like with a calculator, and he'll be part of a. Um, here's an old one for you, Dwight. He'll be part of the York Foundation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll just you know what they'll do? They'll just give him his same. They'll get. They'll just give him his impact gimmick again. If you know. God, who's gonna he'll be, be Sir. That'll be great. Okada. Or, you know, he'll be Terrence Taylor. Yeah. Terrence Taylor. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh man, well, that's, that's horrible. I can't believe. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Matt, were you gonna go to some other news, or do you want me to um, break the fact that at least Eva Marie is coming back to WWE? No. Hold the, hold the phone. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not talking about the bigger name coming to Monday Night Raw. Fifteen-year-old Jeff just got really excited. Uh, oh no, I mean, like, well, should be the new um. Why? Because I can't say that, but never mind. Maybe that's bigger name. Hey, maybe, hey, oh, you mean the? Carl, I was going to say that was Caribbean maybe another. Carlito's oh, no, I was thinking more. Carlito's on Raw tonight for yeah. Legends Night. But yeah, it's Legends Night. Yeah. Mm. Well, I was going to wait until Rand- Randy Orton sets Hulk Hogan on fire. That's what I was going to want. Well, hold on, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait a second. We, You're on to something. No, we got to throw a line here somewhere. I, I love Hulk. Oh. Did you see Swole get him online? Yeah. Big Swole? Uh, oh, man. He tweeted out like... Uh, <laughs> he tweeted out like uh, some of the young guys I think are afraid for me to come around like they think I want to steal the main event from them and she was like yeah Hulk. or no I don't think that's it Terry look I love Hulk but she got your ass <laughs> yeah, that was... Swole might be my favorite Twitter follow right now <laughs> She's good. She's a good follow on Twitter. She don't even. Yep, she is. Uh, God forbid you're on Twitter and Cedric Alexander comes out. You see a whole mm. new side of that woman. Yep. Oh, I know. Oh, believe me, I've seen those those tweets before. They're they're wildly inappropriate. <laughs> um. Well, this is. Huh. All right. This is the timing of this one. Uh. Some sort of breaking news out of the past hour. Uh, Marty Scurll and Ring of Honor have come to terms on Marty Scurll's release um, to try and keep this as professional as possible uh, following the allegations that occurred and his response. Um, he has not been seen on television. It has been reported that he was still with the creative team, but he, had, he wasn't working on any major creative projects. Um, and this kind of dropped out of the blue, but if he hasn't been doing anything with them, I feel like it may just be time to open up some contract space. Hmm. Well, and also they announced today that Mark Haskins had re-signed with Ray Bonner. As well, so, yeah. um, I know they'd had some... With Joe Hendry and Session Moth Martina, they had some contract issues with uh, UK-based wrestlers um, with, and not knowing what was going forward. Um, if you watched ROH TV, which you should have, um, you'll, you would, uh, they, they talked a little bit about that. They had an interview with, with Session Moth Martina and uh, sort of, they, they were sort of going back to when things shut down when they were all in Las Vegas. But um, it's sort of setting it up to they're preparing for what's next. So I think Marty's part of that. Uh, resigning Mark Haskins is part of that. Um, so they're setting up move for the move forward. Um, so we're going to see some guys really, I think, uh, um, you know, they, on this week on, um, on 
ROH TV, Mark Haskins and Jay Lethal had a match that they actually recorded before everything shut down, but they hadn't aired it. Uh, and Haskins went over. So you know, they got some plans for him. But uh, good luck with Marty. I mean, who knows with all that all that stuff. I mean, some of those guys like, like uh, Joey Ryan went away forever. Uh, some of those guys um, – you know, disputed some of those claims, especially like Will Ospreay and some of that stuff came out maybe that he sort of got roped in, um, uh, you know, and it wasn't actually part of it or whatever. Who knows the truth? I'm sure it'll come out sooner or later, but I like Marty as a wrestler and I, I hope whatever it is, he's, you know, he pays his, pays the price and then we get to see him again. That's all. I am ready for Marty to be back on TV. I didn't want to be the one saying um, that because you know I don't care. I've already said some controversial things. I've I've already like predicted Mar- Vince McMahon's death. I like Marty the wrestler, and I think I think this guy's in the right spot at the right time. I think people giving him a for whatever reason. Well, I mean, not for whatever reason. I know why, um, but I feel like he's been given a pass. Um, not, not not so much of a pass, but he just seems to be Teflon. You know, with all these allegations and stuff that went on, so I think he'll be fine. You know, so I think the the thing is not to get too controversial here, but the thing is, <laughs> is you have to remember that these are allegations. They were allegations. Right. There's never any charges. There was never any anything filed where he, you know, was found guilty of anything and. While I understand that it is troublesome and you certainly don't like that, um, you know, like Jeff Hardy has a job who has, right. you know, how many times has he been behind the wheel where he could have killed somebody because he's drunk? Bunch. Uh, Hulk Hogan is on Raw. Hulk Hogan is on Raw too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's, no. but that's what I'm saying. I, I hate to pick on Jeff Hardy; he's an easy target. Uh, but like, there are a ton of professional wrestlers who have convictions, who are convicted of actually doing mm-hmm. things and have jobs. Um, this is a really tough line to walk because, again, you know, he's never even been proved guilty of these things. No, I mean, I, I well, and and I think. It, I think you're right. No, go ahead, um, I was going based off the stuff that I that I had seen Marty say. And again, like I, I'm I'm not the law. I don't, you know, I'm not the court of public opinion. Doesn't, you know, I I can sleep at night either way. Um, yeah. But I just I, I just feel like Marty. Um, I feel like Marty's so good that people have kind of like, well, hey man, it's Marty. Well, I think more than that, he has like completely disappeared. No, I mean, and yeah. and yeah, again, and he's that, handled it correctly. He's done what he what he said what he needed to say, and then he was like, "All right, well, I'm out of here." Not I'm out of here, but you know, hey, this is what it is. Well, and if you if you remember, if you the, the when that whole thing broke, it's it's sort of a different situation from Joey Ryan, which is very specific, right? Or with even with even with Velveteen Dream, which was more specific. It was basically an indictment of all of UK's pro wrestling, you know, for yeah. essentially, I mean, there were a ton of people. I remember Paige's parents, uh, especially her mom, got swept up in it. And she had some things to say. And it was almost like 
Um, I, it, it was a different situation where it was sort of one person gets accused of one thing, like like uh, happened with Enzo or something. Like this was like all of UK wrestling, so everybody got swept up. You're right. And then there were some people that there were some people there that obviously had very credible accusations against them that were corroborated by a number of people, and so those people immediately were getting you know contracts um, suspended or whatever, losing jobs, things like that. I mentioned, in, uh, I mean, I won't go down the list, but I think Marty was, ne- he never, he was certainly around all that. He was not the number one or number two or number three name that came out. Uh, he, no. But he certainly was part of that, that culture. That was why I was really happy to see Mark Haskins because he was somebody who wasn't named in that and who has a bright future. So um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, to see some of that stuff resolved, and let's get rid of some of the people that need to be gotten rid of, and let's have that. The, the well, I think we can all agree that the main perpetrator is swallowed up by the earth, and hopefully, never to be heard from again. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that whole. As I want to say, I really appreciate how y'all talked. That was was um, I mean, that's a very rough conversation to talk about, but I feel like everyone did that pretty. Uh, I will be the first to acknowledge that like there was so much negativity there. Outside of really looking at the names, I didn't jump into the depth of accusations when all that happened, and that's why, like for me, like uh, I kind of know what was been said about Marty, but I don't also know the full story. Um, so that's why I wanted to keep it from a like, look, there has or hasn't been, you know, accusation. You know, there's accusations, but there hasn't been any kind of legal, uh, you know, thing brought down on him. I got you. Yeah, I hope he shows up at Revolution. I mean, just think, I mean, think, well, I mean, think of like Jordan, Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin's done, you know. I mean, he was, I mean, he. So I guess for done. the record, I mean, Oh, he's on. He's on WUK still. Yeah, I know he. But I mean, has he been on TV? Yeah, because he was one of the main. Some guys people thought he would be the him. guy to dethrone Walter. Yeah. What well, wasn't Jordan he? Two hundred five. He was. He was. He was, ah. he was the so he's still touting that on WUK. That he's a cruiserweight champion. Okay. I mean, he's 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 a great talent. Um, so yeah, yeah he's he's yeah, returned he, to television. Uh, maybe a month or ago. Uh, Travis Bank. Okay. Uh, what? Okay. I don't know what that means. Um. All right. Moving on up. Sonya Deville returned on, on SmackDown. Yeah, I tell you. Yeah. Much needed and very excited for it. I know Pat was talking about it, but. Sonya Deville, man, was really coming into her own here at the beginning of this year. And then all of the craziness happened with the stalker. Um, and and respectfully and obviously she needed her time to not be on TV to deal with that. And I got nothing but respect for that. Um, but very, very happy to see her back on television. She is just a star, man. What was, uh, I agree 100%. 100%. What was the angle? Like she's just back and, and can be back? Uh, I believe there's a, a short little promo that she's back. Um, 
Yeah, did that's an important thing though. Did they address her whole? Yeah, yeah, that's being what I'm saying. Yeah, she's I'm back sure. because I think it was just a, a quick thing. I have to go back and look. Okay. <laughs> I know Monday it, was only a few days ago, but it seems like a week ago. Friday. That would give me reason to turn in a little bit. Um, she was one of the few bright spots of WWE television in 2020. Absolutely. Well, she's she's a star, man. She's an absolute star. Yeah, and it's a it's it was it really was bad timing because she really was starting. I mean, when that first promo, and then she really sort of took off that whole angle, that heel turn, and then boom, she was gone. So, yeah, hopefully it doesn't miss right it, back to it. It, it she was- almost makes you wonder with how they've used Mandy Rose afterwards. Like they broke her notice up anyway. Uh, she's, I mean, what is she teaming with Dana Brooke? Yeah. Right now, like that's her thing, and uh, you know, I wonder if she was supposed to lose that match, and they were going to put Sonya Deville over. That's what I think, Pat. I think you're right, but but because she asked for time off because of the whole stalker thing, did they have to change the finish? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. Well, they. Well, I think. I don't think the finish was going to be changed, but they did change the stipulation because originally Sonya Deville was going to shave her head. Um, and that kind of came out in the promo when they made the announcement, loser leaves, uh, leaves WWE. Um, like, you know, I'm not afraid to shave my head. I've done it before. I'll do it again at some point. Um, so it just kind of seemed to me like that was the plan anyway, but let's, we got to do something to change this. Um, God, but yeah, much much needed boost and and shot in the arm for SmackDown's women's division. Um, I keep saying it, man. She is just fantastic. Everything, even her mic work is is great. Yeah, I mean, she's a she's 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 definitely um she was certainly one of those people that's like wow, she could do that all along. What in the world were you doing with her? You know, yeah, uh, uh, not oh. using her because she didn't look like a Bella twin or Lana, which, or... which she ironically kind of does look like a Bella twin, but but, but, but we yeah, said but, that a while but, we talked but, about that a while ago. Remember, we all said that, like, what are you gonna yeah. do with this girl? Like, but she was probably unwilling to, you know, get her body augmented to be more appealing to the television audience that Vince wanted. The sweat hogs. <laughs> Or uh, um, humanoids. Um, there you go. All right. Keep getting a bunch of stuff tonight. Um, ah. Jim Lilly on the same <laughs> brain as Pat Lilly. Very funny. Look, I, I got to tell you. You also have to look at that and go, oh, yeah. Um, you know, people who haven't watched wrestling in 15 years and magically Hogan's on and they're watching Raw. Hogan's still a bigger draw than anybody else on WWE. Um, mm. He is, like it or not. Hogan Hogan draw more, draw, draw more views than anybody else on that show tonight. That's speaking of the truth. 
Um, one last thing here before we go and talk about AEW's tribute show. Uh, OVW heavyweight champion Brian Pillman Jr. has uh, relinquished the OVW heavyweight title due to his commitments to AEW. Um, this seems more and more like Pillman has been signed, but maybe they're holding off while everything's being worked out with MLW. Um, which I wonder what MLW, I, I wonder if he's already gone from MLW. Um, I didn't watch MLW yet from last week. So, um, yeah, he was kind of being phased out cause, um, he had been part of the whole, like the heart foundation thing for yeah. such a while with them. And then now Teddy Hart's go, obviously. Yeah. Crazy. But that's been. That's gone. So that's kind of, yeah. and, um, and they're having uh, a Davey Boy Smith Jr. kind of go on a singles run by himself. So, yeah, I think that's been on, that's been on the way. Um, but just you see how uh, Mance Warner couldn't get his release. Like, Pillman is tag teaming over on on AEW. I think they just picked up a win on Dark. I think we're going to pick another win this weekend. Actually, no. No, I think Griff Garrison's going to lose in the main event. Um, well, it- if you and if you, I saw an interview with Court Bauer, and he was talking about that. Um, and that was one of the things MLW did was that they signed wrestlers to contracts, and so that was he, he basically he didn't want to put in the effort and just basically have all his wrestlers poached, which is which is basically is is he'd had that experience before, you know, and so. Um, the contracts are one of, that that was one of the foundational things when they started MLW, and we've seen it. And, and he's been able. I mean, they obviously let people work other places, and they they're you know accommodating that way. Uh, and then they work obviously with with in Mexico, and and now they've done some work with New Japan. So um, I, I think they do. That, but but then again, I mean, it's a business. Contracts are contracts, and so yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that Mance Warner. Yeah, Mance Warner is probably not for me, not my favorite guy on MLW. I mean, he's okay, but um, uh, yeah, but 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 Brian Pillman Jr. I think has a bright future. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Mance Warner, I'm not the greatest fan of his as well, his, or his either. Yeah, I just didn't think it was very interesting. I think um, I don't know if you're MLW, if you're choosing between Mance or Pillman, like you would try to keep Pillman. I think he's the more marketable star. Personally, I'm biased. Yeah. Um, I think, I think what, 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 what deals with, they, they were eventually going to lose him no matter what. So Yeah, they're going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You guys ready to cry and be sad? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have it. All right. We're going to talk about AEW's Brody Lee tribute show that happened last Wednesday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Swerve. You, uh, Ms. Morrison are wrestling Undertaker. Uh-huh. I, I'm officially one for one on uh, 2021 predictions. Oh. Uh, ben is watching Raw and sending Raw updates to our... I'm I'm uh, I'm watching it now too. He just came out there playing. I'm so upset. I am one officially one for one. God, and it, you know what sucks worse? It's, it's, it sucks I, that you're it sucks I, that you're right, but it sucks that you were right so fast. <laughs> you know what? 
you know that was my that was my my gimme. I knew he was going to show up. I knew he was going to show up and wrestle at some point. He's doing his dance right now, too, Pat. Oh yeah, there you go. I got to turn it on. That sucks. Oh, it's a tag match player. I just need to see Hogan. That's it. Ugh. Let's let's get to AEW. I just needed to point out that I'm the best at predictions. As far oh as God, as well, um, for those of you that have not watched the prediction show yet, I was three for five in my predictions for 2020. So I'm now officially four for six. Mm-hmm. Look at there. I think I need some sort of belt to wear around you guys. No. Uh, show opens with the 10 count uh, and this whole thing is essentially a tribute to Brody Lee um, first match up is uh, well we get a John Moxley vignette um, talking about how special Brody Lee is and um, you know saying every day is a gift follow through with it um he ends with, I love you, Brody, and I'll never forget you. And then we go to Colt Cabana and the Young Bucks versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. Um, to which, in my opinion, I think was Colt Cabana's best match since joining AEW. Was good. Colt Cabana, when taking his craft seriously, uh, is a very, very underrated in ring wrestler. Um, I, would, I love the finisher. Uh, I, I would agree, Pat. Um, he's probably patient zero for all this type of wrestling, but when he is his regular wrestling self, he is very, very good. Um, this killed me because we got the very, the very first Dark Order introduction of the night. Um, and so every match had Dark Order in it, and uh, the very first time – they all came out. Uh, John Silver had to turn around, go back up the tunnel, and then come back out, uh, just trying to compose himself. Yeah, it was the little things that really tended to get to me when we were watching this. That was one that really, really, I don't know why, but it, it, it got real misty in, in the living room. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'll if you read on now, I cried a lot during the show. And if and if you read John Silver's Twitter, you know, and just uh, and then seeing them on BTE and the way he talked, I mean, it's like, I mean, it was like a kind of a you know big brother father figure kind of thing. Yeah, yeah and, definitely. Yeah, and then then he wore the gear that that Brody had, had made for him. That was oh gosh, a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. And of course, Colt Cabana picks up the win. Um, after the match, the acclaimed come out and they're getting ready to bury Dark Order and Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian attack them from behind. And uh, Colt Cabana celebrates one more time before walking out. Um, up next, we have a vignette from Darby Allen. Um, he really put over Brody for always wanting to be someone to lift people up. Um, always trying to put people over. Um, and we talked about it on here. Uh, I think it comes up pretty frequently. And I, I actually wasn't uh, put this in the news, but it kind of fits here. 
Um, Brody Lee chose to do the Dark Order gimmick. Um, originally, he was trying to talk with FTR uh, to AEW about doing the Radicals. Mm. Um, following leaving WWE and showing up in AEW. Um, but he really wanted to help out Dark Order. And he did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he, he definitely gave them the credibility that they needed. Um, thank God they put the belt on him that one time. Yeah, no kidding. Because, uh, I mean, not to be an asshole, because outside of that, it's probably about it. Well, and, and, and that said, though, Jeff, like I've said, look, you, you couldn't get the full picture of him unless you were watching BTE, because that's, that's where you really got the full picture of him as a character. Um, it, I mean, he took that, it was so like, he could be the badass on TV, but he, that he had the, that, that, um, the straight man humor, like that, that he would play that so well. And they all talked about it, how he would just, he was in character. He was just in character, you know, <laughs> and, and that if he was on camera, he was in character and then when he wasn't on camera, he's cracking up, you know, and that it was the, the BTE cool. episodes too got me. You really, you do really need to watch at least the tribute that <laughs> out today and then the, the Brody last mm-hmm. week. Um, I was thinking, I was thinking, I'm sure, well, I, I'll watch, I'm going to watch that one now. Matt said it to me before the show. Um, but now I'm, uh, I'm sure I'm giving it a couple of days. There's probably a, there'll be a compilation. Uh, there has to be some, I'm sure somebody slice it and dice it up. Well, that's, uh, last week's BTE was essentially a compilation show. And this, oh, okay. Okay. This, okay. Well, then I, okay. I thought, uh, was, the, my favorite part of that whole thing was when silver was talking about how like Brody just always had him freaking cracking up when they were shooting. And Brody's way of covering for him when he would just start screaming at him, Are you crying? Are you crying? Because he's like, <laughs> his face is down. He's trying not to laugh on screen. Why are you crying? <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that was the one hilarious. thing. The one thing I, I, I saw. I saw Silver came in and had his he had his robe on. And he was on Spaces shoulders. <laughs> That's like the one thing I actually have seen. Put him down. I'm not looking so up there. Bad. Put him down. Yeah. How'd you get? How did you get under there? How'd you get? How'd you get my coat? Well, <laughs> you make me do your dry cleaning, so. <laughs> yeah, that was. Or the and then they all in, in in the tribute match. Well, go ahead, Matt, since we talk about it. But yeah, so um, then we get a. It is Lance Archer, and uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Lance Archer coming out dressed as Luke Harper. Um, which right. Is touching, touching, touching tribute. He came out. He did the pose. Um, with Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Did a lot of his move sets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Butcher and the Blade and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston comes out and grabs Mike. Brody, I love you. I miss you. But the Dark Order's nothing without him. And we're going to prove it, you cowards. 
good. Yep. Um, because God, you yeah. got that heel heat, that delectable, delectable heel heat. Um, and Evil Uno steals the uh, the Brody segment where he gets the ref to check the other guy's gear and then just drops him with a big boot. Um, right off the bat, uh, racing. Kobe Kingston is twerking in the rain. Sorry. I think Kobe Kingston was just twerking in the ring. Oh, you you messed me up because we're talking about Eddie Kingston. I was like, I don't remember Eddie twerking. Sorry, yet. sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 you're right. good. You're good. Um, so drug Dark Order gets the win, hitting Fatality on Butcher. Um, once again, really, really good match. Uh, Kingston makes his way back in the ring, but Dark Order hits uh, Kingston with strikes. Then Jake the Snake Roberts takes out Eddie with a forearm. Um, yep. And then we get another testimonial uh, ending with Bryce Rimsburg, who happy birthday, Bryce Rimsburg. Um, will be born on Wrestle Kingdom Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he does, and, and God, Rimsburg is struggling keeping it together. Um, where he says uh, he ends up if, if there's a Mount Rushmore of wrestling dads, I think Brody's Lee, Brody Lee, well would be one of the faces. Um, once again, just all the testimony to how wonderful of a dad Brody Lee was. Um, God, Rimsburg, Rimsburg crying got me. Um, all right, up next we have the Inner Circle, MJF, Ortiz, and Santana. Versus Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Adam Page. Um, and this was the one. This was the one, in my opinion. I don't know if there's going to be going any higher than this for me until we get to uh, the end. Um, <laughs> Hangman, Reynolds, and Silver had papers. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I'm sure maybe meant not a whole lot because you don't want CTE, but Brody was throwing papers at people and they had to sell the papers. Yeah. I, I, I saw it and then I, I figured it was something. I figured I, I knew they just weren't doing it to do it. So I figured it was, it was something along yeah. those lines. There's and the the there's a compilation on BTE where they go back over it, like the origin of that and then how it how it came along. And so it was kind of popped when 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 they when they had that, especially the ones where where the match kind of started and you could see Hangman still had his papers <laughs> hidden, you know, for the opportunity. It was, it was papers. <laughs> yeah. And I, lo- I love the they showed on the BTE where, where Brody talking to Evil Uno on the phone and he goes, get some papers, roll them up, and hit yourself in your right hand, telling them what to do over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! Um, yeah. So this match was great. Uh, probably, in my opinion, maybe the highlight because this was the tears. This was the tears for me. This entire bit here. Um, Silver, in general, has really been open about talking about how much Brody meant to him, and um, he was just someone who really kind of stuck to me. Like uh, this is the person I'm gonna keep checking out with all of this. Um, you could tell it just meant so much to him. Um, so they're having a great match. Uh, MJF keeps messing with 
Brody Jr. negative one in the crowd, uh, rips off his mask, um, fake spits in it. Uh, Brody Jr. hits him with a kendo stick. Uh, everyone's feel good for Brody Jr. Um, Wardlow gets involved in the match to put down, oh God, I think Silver. Uh, Oh, well, no, I think he tried. Huh. Hangman. Yeah, no, no, he jumped Reynolds. Um, jumped Reynolds. Then, that's right. And then Eric Redbeard, uh, Eric Rowan comes out and makes the save. Um, drags uh, uh, And up. you know, uh, I will say Jericho was using WWE names all night <laughs> on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely called him. Yeah. He definitely called him Eric Rowan. He definitely brought up Luke Harper. He, you know, he, the Bludgeon Brothers. He said, you know, he was, he, he, I don't know if they made a deal or to agree not to sue or any of that, but they definitely used. And then on the, the, uh, the, the video package, I mean, they had photos of like every, like a ton of them. Yeah, it was, the, yeah, yeah. Which, I was again, I was surprised about that. Also. Which again, let me remind you why AEW is great and WWE is run by a bunch of scumbags. Yeah, we're not gonna do that tonight. We I get, just did. We get, <laughs> um, but Silver gets the win and he is just bawling in the middle of the ring. Um, Hangman and Reynolds get are around them. Um, Redbeard, Eric Rowan, comes back down, picks him back up. He has this sign that says, uh, goodbye for now, my brother. See you down the road. And, and just uh, Rowan holding Silver in a hug while they're both just falling in the middle of the ring is just <coughs> that one. That just got to me. Um, oh. Yeah, that was as close, you know, and that was as close to, you know, you said something about Eddie Guerrero and when Eddie Guerrero died, that's kind of a seminal moment. And if you watch that, uh, uh, beyond, um, Dark Side of the Ring, when you saw the reaction of Chris Benoit, I mean, I, yeah. it wasn't, it was, it was kind of on that level. I mean, you could, I mean, John Silver, it was like, it was a big, of all the characters in the Dark Order, he was the one, you know, because he was kind of the, he he brought he made John Silver John Silver made himself relevant on that show largely because of his interactions with Brody Lee you know yeah that made, and then he he can also wrestle obviously because he showed us that yeah I mean that was so you know it, it's it's it was fitting it was definitely fitting definitely um and after that we get a little confessional video from. Uh, Eddie Kingston, because of course he did have to heal it up as hard as he could so he could have this big baby face moment later in the night. Um, essentially, he does end it with telling Brody's kids that he'll never be gone as long as you remember him um, and just keeps reminding him just how much Brody loved them. Up next, we did get Britt Baker versus Penelope Ford versus Anna Jay and Tay Conti. Um, Anna Jay, again, man. You could tell she hit her big spots and went up to hit the pose and is just doing everything she can to keep it together. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think she did either. Like, and not in a bad way, but 
Like, she totally stopped and kind of broke down in the middle of the ring. I don't think that was a planned spot. I think, yeah. I, yeah. Or maybe, just, but, but, but not that long. I, I think, no, I think Ford saved her on that. Um, because I think, I think she was kind of breaking down there. If, if it was a planned spot, then like, man, uh, you couldn't have made it seem more real. Like, and she just, it really seemed like she well, no, was, I mean, she I, was I, supposed I, to, like, she was supposed to hit the dark order spot and that was supposed to kind of be it. Um, and yeah. you, could, you, you could tell she just got caught up at the moment. Like, I don't think that's how it's supposed to play out. And even Tate Conti was was you know getting emotional too um, during that match. It's uh, anyway, it was it was a decent match. Yeah. Um, once again, Anj still looks like a star despite everything going on. Um, just power to her. Um, then we get a uh, Chris Jericho testimonial. Um, the Britt Baker. I just I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But Britt Baker sneaking in the big ring thing was really good too. Yeah. 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 And then for Thunder Rosa to attack her, I did forget that. We did get some story aspects from the show too. Yeah. Um <laughs> even with a big rig wink and just smile on her face, then jumped. Um not great heel work, but <laughs> very, very good. Just in general for the trip. Well, at least tying it into a heel promo, though, yeah, was yeah. good. Like, if you don't know, I mean, I don't know why you'd be watching if you didn't know what she was talking about, but we you know. Um, up next, we have the uh, Brody Lee Jr.'s dream match. Uh, it is. The one time only, at least for now, it's Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and 10 of the Dark Order versus Team Taz. Um, which, uh, the way it ends, uh, we have the Orange Punch from Cassidy. Cody hits the crossroads on Ricky Starks, and then 10 hits his spine buster finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the win over Ricky Starks. Um, any other week, I am complaining to you guys about Ricky Starks taking the pin, but um, it just was not important to me this week. Um, right. Um, the whole thing was just to kind of pop Brody Jr. Um, really kind of push that, you know, 10 was the protege. He was expected to be uh, <clears throat> the guy who follows him in Brody's footsteps was how they were billing him. Um, so... 10 getting the big win, and it seems like 10 is also the guy who hangs out with Brody Jr. a lot. Um, he just put up a picture, I don't know if it was today or last night, of him and Brody Jr. playing uh, video games to Brody Jr. locking them in the walls. Um, uh, it seems like they're, they're the ones with the, with the tight-knit connection. Um, the other thing that really caught my attention – was uh, who who would be standing next to Brody Jr. almost all night, but Brian Pillman Jr. Right. Um, if anyone yeah. knows how it is, it's him. Right. That you know, I, that I, it's funny, man. I, that I did not put that together until you just said it, Matt. That's that was wow. That's crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, Pat and I were talking about, like, as, as two guys who have lost their dad, like, oh, man, it, it, it's horrible, you know, but having somebody who's been through the exact same thing and almost maybe I think the exact age range, I think Pillman was probably around that age, maybe a little bit younger, honestly. Because? Yeah. Um, geez. Where's, where's uh, Ben when you need him? He's watching Raw. <laughs> uh, he's, he's missing. Yeah, bro, People apparently yeah. set themselves on fire. Apparently. He's, he's, doing Brian, God, he's doing God's work, so none of us have to watch it. Brian Pillman died at age 35. Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Being 32 years old, that uh, is a, like, wow kind of moment. Being, being about to be 35 in May, it's definitely wild to me. God, mm. how long ago was that? 35? Mm. I don't know. Uh, uh, 1997. 1997. 1997. Yeah. Golly. That's awesome. And, and you know, Brody Lee Jr. had a pretty big weekend. You know, it, it, as I... Pillman Jr. was four. I live to hear. Here's my um, question. It, it, does he make the PWI 500 next year? I mean, he's got wins over Kenny Omega. He's got wins over Adam Cole. Um, I, I, you know... That, both he, members of Top Flight and they handle... Both, yeah, both members of Top Flight, and then he takes out MJF with the kendo stick. Taking out all of the Dark Order, obviously. Still running it. Right, so, I, I mean... the strongest booked guy. Is he in the... Is he going to be in the PWI 500? I think he should be. Look, I got to tell you guys, his disc is Lariat is maybe the most protected finish of all time. I mean, he gets a lot of swing velocity on it, but he gets yeah. you with it. You're down for the count. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Adam Cole, baby, uh, succumbed to to him for sure. You know, he rolled him up, the most devastating move in wrestling, the, the roll-up. Got him. Also real happy that that's not a huge issue. Um, yeah. Backstage of the show. That might have been. Maybe he doesn't care. Yeah, hopefully that's right. Good. God, I hope so too. Um. And so they end with the presentation of the belt and the boots uh, coming to ring, um, place them down with the purple bandana, and they give the TNT title to Brody Jr. Saying, uh, with all due respect, Cody, Brody Lee was the greatest TNT champion of all time, and he will be the last and forever. Um did you guys take that to mean they're going to do a new TNT belt or they're going to come up with a new belt altogether? So, yeah, yeah that, you know what? There'll be a new belt altogether. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe they're going to call it like the, T, the, the TV champion or something. But that would be cool if they did. That, that would be really cool if they did that. I'm sure they'll get flack for it down the oh. road that they changed the title and how it looked in less than a year of debuting it. But I feel like given the circumstances, I don't think they will because of the circumstances. Uh, you know, people are, people are dicks. Yeah, well, really? There, there has already been a fake Twitter account of Brody Jr. That circulates. 
Oh God, man! What people are people wrong with people, people are. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but people yeah, I, are I, just. Yeah, I, I I put out a tweet today to someone, and I just asked. I went, "What precisely is wrong with you?" Like, because it's like there's so many of those people. It's just you know, but whatever. There was also a guy that was saying it was a work. So that's yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Well, and. God, Disco Inferno and that guy from PW Torch or PWI Torch um, pushing mm. that they need to know what the cause Thank of you. death was and we need to know it's of public interest and it's like, dude, he is like, it has barely been two weeks. Yeah, right. that guy needs to shut the hell up because one, you can need to know all you want. Eventually, it'll come out and that deal with what you may or may not have to from what may or may not did or didn't happen, whatever. They want they, but, they but, want, but let, they want let, to they want to shit on AEW to say he died of COVID. That's what they want. That is that what this motherfucker wants and that is what he wants. That I, is agree, what they I, want. I agree with that. I think that's what's going on here. Well, not the first. Well, time I mean, got a real bad take. No, no, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, of all the, I don't know. So, 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 someone has to die. Well, I'm, I, I don't want to go down that route either. Never mind. Let me shut the hell up. <sighs> of all the things that they have done wrong, but people want to get to the bottom of this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With all the other things that they've mishandled and haven't done correctly. You don't care about that, but people, they have to know about this. That's all. That's stupid. I'm trying not to curse on here, right? So. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. That's been, that's been kind of the frustrating part. Is there's definitely been a lot of people trying to be like, well, we, we should know what happened. We should get to know. Um, and honestly, I know we're all fans, but it ain't our job. It ain't our business. His wife and his family. No, not at all. You need to know. As far as I'm concerned, that's it. Um, and, and, and honestly, when she came, when the, when the family came out with it, because this isn't a thing that happened just all of a sudden. We found out about it all of a sudden, but it didn't happen all of a sudden. And so, for them to come out immediately say it was a non-COVID lung problem, well. I, th I think that's what they were trying to do is say, we don't want people to speculate. And then guess what? People speculate because that's because people are assholes. And so, yeah. Yeah. So that's been, that's been kind of the one big bummer from all this um, people being idiots online. But I think overall, this was one of the, the just most incredible tributes I think I've ever seen, if I'm being honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I, we were talking about it leading up to the show. Like I'm excited for this. I'm excited for AEW, but I am, I'm not ready for the emotional factor of this. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, me too. Well, and, and the fact that, you know, it got me was, I was like, the one thing that needed to happen was Eric Rowan needed to come out. And he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was like the one thing that somehow or another they had to find a way to make that happen. And they did. And so it was just like, okay, well, they did everything as well as you could. And, and, and it was, it was, you know, it was a fitting tribute. God bless them. And that's, you know, 
Let's let's see some great wrestling. And that gets that'll be his legacy. One thing that really hit home for me as an amateur wrestler um, and as someone who, you know, on a much smaller scale has done it before, um, leaving leaving the boots in the middle of the ring. Uh, for those of you listening that don't really get that, um, leaving leaving your boots or your shoes on the mat in the middle of the mat is a, a signifying that you are retiring. Um, you know, you can go back and see, you know, Rulon Gardner do this. Um, oh God, I'm blanking on his name, but he was a former heavyweight uh, USC champion, not Brock Lesnar. Randy Couture. <laughs> okay. uh, did Couture do it? What's uh, uh, I'm talking about, um, he just retired and he does, he does the shows for him still. Oh, Daniel Cormier. Cormier, Cormier yeah. left his in the ring after his last fight, and he—I know he did it um, after after uh, the Olympics. Did in the Olympics. Yeah, Cejudo did it after he won the gold medal in the Olympics. Like, it's a—it's a big deal. It's a big sign of respect in the wrestling community, and uh, that really—that really hit me hard uh, watching, especially you know. With, his son and his wife and everything, just because, like, that's that's how you want to go out, you know. Um, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, if you can't go out on your own terms, you know, that's perfect. And, and uh, that's why, again, I hate to circle around and bury WWE, but like Undertaker, don't leave your shit in the ring if you're gonna wrestle another match because it's disrespectful to everybody right. else. Right. Yeah. That's... Yeah, because it's and 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 those, yeah, that because that is symbolic. Because we had other people. Ric Flair didn't leave his boots in the ring. Um, but even then, yeah, yeah. That was that was. I think Tony Khan. You could see the emotions on his face too, and it was a tough spot to be put in. And I think, uh, you know, for, for, they handled it well. And you know, if you watch BTE today. Uh, it's, I'm excited to see where it's going because, um, you know, and the, the, the angle that they've been working with Hangman, uh, that he, maybe he's going to join and maybe he's not. And that was, well, not to spoil it for anybody, but, you know, they, they kind of like the, all the Dark Orders together and they're like like silent, just like looking down. And then Hangman came, comes in and just sits with them. Yeah, can I sit with you guys? Yeah, can I sit with you guys? And I'm, it's like, see, that's that good storytelling. Um, and that that was something that I know we didn't want to talk about initially in the first show we did after Brody passed away. But like, it is going to be very interesting to see how they push this faction along. I mean, in a way, they gained a whole new popularity from this unfortunate event. Um, I don't think anyone wants to see them be split up. So oh, it's going to be interesting to see who they put in charge, how they put them in charge. You know, it's just, just going to be interesting. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can go with it, and hopefully, hopefully we see a positive route. Um, I I agree. Hopefully, I think the other thing, and God, please forgive me. I, I, 
am blinking, so I don't know if we've talked about it or not. Uh, the the BTE tribute that was put out today um, featured maybe about a two minute long speech from Eddie Kingston to I think just everyone backstage, the entire roster, and everyone in production of you know this isn't it, this isn't you know the end tonight. We honor him every night. You know we, we go and we, we show. Um, everyone that Brody Lee made the right choice of being here and, and doing what he loved. Um, and we, we show it every day and let's not be our fathers, you know, let's not spend 50 years before we tell everybody that we love them. You know, I love you guys. I love everyone here. I love you, Brody. Um, and just, just, uh, once again, I, I was, Hearing up, just hearing it today. Um, well, I mean, you know, not not to get into a whole phil- a philosophical conversation because, you know, none of us are actually going to know where we go after you die, you know, uh, you know, until it's too late, uh, you know. So to see the way someone, like one person, affects so many people positively um you know aside from it just being sad as a fan and and getting you know getting upset about it because like you you've lost a person that you have enjoyed for you know close to a decade and stuff like that it also makes you kind of think about you know your own mortality and it makes you go like God, I I hope that you know when I go, you know, man, I have a tenth of that kind of reaction. You know, like it, it makes you go, like, am I doing doing enough to to bring positivity to other people? Um, it really, I mean, it really hits home, man, and, and it makes you want to be a better person. Yeah, and, and you no. Know, if- if you, I'm sorry, Pat. No, no, no. That, that was pretty much it. I just, you're, you're, you're a pretty good person, Pat. I'll say good stuff about you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but um, not Vince McMahon. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let, let me. Always uh, full circle with Dwight. I know. Um, but hey, let me just say this. If, if one of the, probably the polar opposite. I don't know if you guys are music people like I am, but when um, when Scott Weiland died, uh, Scott Weiland was some type of violence. And revolver. Um, when he passed away, it, you know, people were putting out like different things about him. And then his his ex-wife puts out a tweet and goes, please stop saying nice things about about him, please. He abandoned his kids. He didn't pay his bills. He was a drug addict. He and it was like she she put, put this whole thing. She was, please stop celebrating his life. He wasted every bit of talent he ever had. He alienated every friend he ever had. And I was just like, wow, it was the polar opposite. Cause you saw with Brody Lee, it was like, if you read Twitter, there was, it was like, everyone had a story. It wasn't just, he was a great guy. He was a great dad. Every they, all these people had a moment, had a story of a time. It was, you know, where everyone, and it was just nonstop. And you could, I, for me, I was just like, wow, man, what a guy. Cause like, it, it isn't just like, yeah, he's a great guy. He's awesome. No. 
it was like, this is what happened. This is what he helped, how he helped me. This is how he helped me. This is how I, this is the advice he gave me. I mean, you know, John Moxley talking about, you know, cause he's getting ready to be a dad. That whole thing was like, th th those things like, dude, that's, you know, that's, that's for real. That's not just cele uh, celebrity worship. That's nah. like a real guy who really helped. Well, I, I think that that's the key you just said. I, th I think there's um, wrestlers in the in the business, and in, I guess people in any profession that once you reach a, a level, you believe in your own hype, you know, or you believe that you're above this person or above that person. And from everything I gather, like you said, Dwight, and all the stuff I saw on Twitter as well, you just seem like a regular guy as well. And I think when you're a regular guy and a down to earth guy, on top of having on those all those wrestling gifts and this you know money and fortune and fame i think if you're generally a good person and you're relatable and you're down to earth guy i mean that, that goes a long way with people and i think that's that's what you're seeing and, and what you saw you know or have been seeing through this the, you know this this morning process it's been it's been a hell of a ride honestly um i mean it's been something that we've been talking about now for just about two weeks i mean it will be two weeks on saturday um and it's crazy. It's really crazy to think that that's only how long it's been, you know. But just with the amount of outpour of love and and the tribute show that happened on Wednesday, the tribute this morning, well, this afternoon at lunchtime with BTE, um, you know, WWE still putting out videos. Uh, I want to tell you like hours ago, of just more wrestlers reacting to them. Um, I think. And did something right on this earth. Yep. Yeah. Um, and with that, that is all I have today, guys. That's all I got. Uh, since we have a few minutes, obviously we're not talking about uh, New Japan. We're not talking about uh, Wrestle Kingdom itself. But let me ask you guys this. You think Moxley shows up and wrestles at Wrestle Kingdom? Um, and, mm. we'll, and here's why I, I think maybe he is. Oh, Pat, Pat, can you say it again? Sorry, my my service was acting crazy. Is, is Moxley gonna wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom? Is he there? Because mm. here's my thing. Oh, okay. He was not at the tribute show. They only did the, no. the video with him. I kind of feel like there's very few reasons. That he would miss that show. Like I know he pressed. Side you know, note too. Um, Dwight, let, let me slide in here, and then you can go. Side note here too. Notice how he also did his promo in a New Japan ring. That's how it's done. Yeah, that that's where I was going with it. AEW uh, um, and Kenny think, Omega. That's how it's done. Well, I think that, and the the some of the some people speculate he did that at the LA Dojo. And they maybe that here's the thing maybe Kenta comes to LA and they have the match there. I don't know. I'm no, just, I'm that's guessing. fine. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I'm just guessing all. I'm I'm guessing completely. I'm making. But if but if I, it does happen, I'm gonna count that as. A I just I just have a feeling he's gonna show up and they're gonna have the match at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but any well, I guess we would save that for. Yeah, we'll, say, we'll, we'll save any, any yeah, speculation yeah, yeah. that yeah, 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 yeah. includes what we know has happened on day one already. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, but I, I just, 
I'm curious to see if that happens. I've been thinking about that for the last week or so since, like, uh, I just don't feel like you would not physically be a part of that show if you could help it. And him being in Japan right. or quarantining because he was going to Japan are like the few, like part of the few reasons I could see him not being at that show. And it's almost like you want to put him on first so people forget to ask, like, well, where was Moxley tonight? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. other, other than his little tribute. Um, so it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see if he shows up. Um, you know, um, I, again, hate that we aren't watching Wrestle Kingdom in the mornings together live, but I'm super excited to watch all of that before Thursday. Always, I can't wait for Wrestle Kingdom. Having already watched a good portion of night one, I'm very excited to watch night two. Night one did not miss. There's your there is your prelude into Thursday. Night Great. one did not miss. Mm-mm. It never does. It was golden. All right, and with that, guys, oh jeez. <laughs> with that, I'm a. Go ahead and do our whole little thing here. If you liked what you heard, uh, please support us at ko-fi.com slash PWO123. It's as easy as 123. And for the small price of a cup of coffee, you can help us put on these fantastic shows. Um, for those of you who do, I appreciate it. As always, the support is loved, and we, we do love it. Uh, our YouTube channel, Podcast World Order, just dropped three new videos today. So you should go check those out. We got some, some ref bumps. We got some quick counts. Got a whole whole entourage of videos that you guys should, should go and watch over there. That was weird. <laughs> and uh, with that, I must bid you all adieu. Mm. We'll see you guys on Thursday for some incredible Wrestle Kingdom conversation. Uh, and I hope you guys are ready to talk about uh, maybe the best long-term storytelling you've ever heard. Mm. With that, mm. bye <laughs> and good night. <laughs> Bang. See you all Thursday. Maybe. Sorry, it was the pause that got me. <laughs> you should. You should. Yep. At the end, that's it. <laughs> That you've ever, that you've ever heard. (laughs) Shut your fucking mouth, Jeff. That's right. Shut the fuck up.